For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the Believe Podcast Network, SoCal Sweat. My name is Ann McDaniels, a former NFL cheerleader and product manager turned actress and model who dreams of being a UFC fighter. Meow. Learning strategies to help motivate others leads me to bring you interviews each week from a range of athletes, experts in fitness and nutrition, and so much more. Thanks for listening to Believe, the number one podcast for working professionals, and let's push our endorphins to higher performance through SoCal Sweat. your host, Ann McDaniels, and welcome to another episode of SoCal Sweat. In this episode, we learn that we truly are what we eat. And my guest today, Alex Catalano, will show us what foods we can add and eliminate to our regimen to make us feel like a million bucks. But before I introduce you to Alex, I want to tell you a little bit about her success. Alexandra Catalano is a healthy lifestyle expert, two-time TEDx speaker, and the creator of the blog and brand Eat Cute. She has appeared on Hallmark's Home and Family, Fox's Good Day LA, Lifetime's Supermarket Superstar, WGN, The CW, San Diego Living, Comedy Central, and The Elite Daily Show. She's also written for numerous publications such as Mind Body Green, Oxygen Magazine, Muslim Fitness, the list goes on and on. Besides that, Alexandra has helped hundreds of clients across the country meet their healthy lifestyle goals and has hosted countless workshops across the country. And I'm very excited to introduce you to Alex Catalano, who will highlight what foods to add and eliminate to our diets to make us feel like a million bucks for a total body makeover. How are you today, Alex? I'm so good. How are you? Good. I have loved following you're great. You're, you're just your great messages, and you're, you've done a plethora of media from TED Talks to Fad Fit Fun to Lifetime to Good Day LA to Hallmark, Comedy Central, you name it. You've been talking <laughs> about your story and you've been inspiring others along the way. So, with further, without further ado, please tell us your such an interesting background as to what led you to the Eat Cute blog. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I mean, for me, um, I don't know if you would resonate with this because you're just so beautiful and fit. But when I was, <laughs> it's true. Uh, I was I'll give her 20 bucks. <laughs> you, know, uh, you are. And so when I was growing up, I feel like my whole life, I, you know, was always trying to look a certain way and I was always chasing that and it felt really hard. Um, and so I was always looking at celebrity diet books and magazines, um, because I'm old enough that Instagram and Facebook wasn't really a thing. Uh, <laughs> So th that those were my resources. And I always felt like I was trying all these celebrity diets and, and nothing worked. And it particularly kind of came to head when I was in college because that was the first time I was on my own and making my own decisions about food. And I don't know about you, but growing up, I was always taught that food was like the enemy, like don't have too much of it or, you know, like 
do low fat or just live on shakes. And it was like this very big diet culture where I felt like I was always struggling between binging and then being very restrictive. And it felt really tiresome. And so when I was in college, yeah, I, um, you know, unfortunately, like most women, I had an eating disorder and I had a really bad relationship with food. And it wasn't until I saw how, you know, I got so involved in trying to look a certain way that, you know, I, I was studying to be an opera singer and I kept losing my voice. I wasn't focusing because I had no food in my body. I was just like, yeah. or eating crap. And um, I had this big aha moment when I started to learn about holistic nutrition where I discovered that food is actually the answer to all of your problems. You know, food can actually help you perform better, feel better, look better. And kind of having that new relationship with food really sparked my, um, I was like, why is no one talking about this? Like food is great. Cause back then, I mean, nowadays it's everywhere. Like we all love holistic nutrition, but back then it wasn't being talked about as much. So I, I thought it was so cool. And, and that's how I started my blog. I mean, you really discovered it on your own because it's, it's like you said, it's everywhere now and you figured yeah. it out for yourself, but your body was literally talking to you and losing your voice. I mean, maybe it was the lack of energy, but it was probably telling you, you need to stop or you cannot, we're not going to let you go further in succession with this opera career. So yeah, it's crazy. I mean, cause gosh, it's so interesting. And that's what I love so much about holistic nutrition because it's, it's everything, right? It's, you know, I wasn't sleeping. I wasn't having good relationships. I was stressed. Like all of those things have, you know, you could eat all the kale you want, but if you're stressed, you're not, you know, you're not sleeping all of those things. You're putting chemicals on your body, you know, through makeup or products. It all, it all adds up. It really does. Now, a couple of things struck me in your past. I think you had said that you had a sister who could eat eat everything under the table and you were counting like your, like your special case. And totally. Did you grow up that way always? Like, was she a ballerina and you weren't? Or was there a competition there? Yeah. You know, my sister just was one of those people, like she's just always been able to eat the way she wanted to. And, you know, I found it so frustrating as a kid because I was like, we're eating the same. Like why? And I think that's what's so cool. Now I see it as a cool thing. At the time I was like, what the hell? <laughs> but yeah. at the time, like we're all, our, all our bodies are so different, you know, and different foods work better for different people. And, um, it, you know, I, I was going at it at the mindset, like, you know, I can eat like everybody, like we could all eat the same thing, but that's not how it works. And even when people say like the keto works for some people, doesn't work for others. I mean, there's genuine examples of that. Now, when you said that, was it just besides the celebrity diets that taught you not to eat a lot? Was it also within your own family? Because you come from an Italian family and yeah. stereotypically that's not the case. Yeah, no, like my, my mother, and I love her dearly is, you know, she, was not that typical Italian mom that was like more. My mother was like, oh, better watch out or like, don't eat that. Or like, you know, let's go to the gym, which I appreciate. She really wanted me to feel good and look good and be confident because I, I was very frustrated by the way I looked. But I unfortunately, um, you know, she, my mother's the kind of person that can have like a cookie and that was enough for her. I didn't have that same control. I mean, if I had a cookie, I'd have the whole box. And I think it was really hard for her to understand like, that we were different, you know, like that. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, it was a different experience. And I, I definitely was a closet eater because of my mom. I would totally like, you know, try to get some things in the kitchen down my throat before she came in the room to judge me or make me feel. And I know, it's, it's, you know, looking back, I know she wanted the best for me. It just, yeah, wasn't maybe communicated in a way that I would recommend right. now, but I'm very grateful for it because it made me 
really understand when I work with clients that kind of have a similar dynamic with family members or friends or anything like that, I feel equipped to help them. It's very common and you can help so many people. Now, did your mom, and we're not, we're saying anything bad. No, we love, we love her. We love Absolutely. her. Absolutely. Did she treat your sister differently? Like, was she not as strict with her on that? Well, so yeah. Verbal. Totally. Yeah. Well, Francesca could eat, my sister's name Francesca. She could eat whatever she wanted. So it was like, you know, my mom definitely was just like, oh, well, Francesca can have it, but you can't. <laughs> oh, yeah. gosh. It was hard, you know? Yeah. But I just, I just, my sister and her have a very similar body type. My sister will eat cookies and stuff that I can't eat, but she just, my sister has like two bites and then that's it. Sure. I'm, a, I'm hungry. I work out six days a week. I'm a hungry girl. And this uh, is why we eat whole foods because you can. Oh have my god! I'm also quanti- I'm also you know quantity. That, yeah. that, that doesn't like a five star restaurant. Those little tiny. I, I appreciate food. And I'm a foodie, and it's beautiful. Oh. But this little portion is not going to make me. That's an appetizer. I yeah, want no. a lot of great abundance of healthy foods and eat a lot because yeah, just totally makes it's more satisfying. So yeah, no, I mean you know it, you know what I now that I know more, it's like it really depends upon what you're what you're doing. So like you know, if I was sedentary in front of a desk all day, then yeah, I might want to eat less or lighter foods, but I get up six days a week, go to the gym at five 30 and work out with weights and I'm, I'm hungry. Exactly. No, you're yeah. an energetic girl and you're busy. So what led you, I, I'm, I was so excited when you got on the Ted talk circuit and I'll put all the links, you know, below for, from the well, podcast. How did you stumble upon that? How were you asked? Were you nervous? I mean, that's a, it's a big topic to talk about. Yeah, no, it was really cool. So fun story. My boyfriend, um, he had done, and one of the reasons why we connected was uh, we kind of knew each other and he had posted that he had done the TEDx talk and it was so great. And it really made me feel like, like, wow, he's so smart and eloquent and lovely. And so that's how we kind of started dating and that kind of kindled that. And then after that, it was always been my goal to do a TEDx talk because I did TEDx, which is different. It's a little bit different than TED. These are independent. Like Ted Umbrella. I'm Thank so you. impressed. Thank you so much. Um, so um, one of uh, one of the people he knew had posted like we're looking for speakers, and I applied and I got in, which was so cool. And I did. I've done two. So that was the first one I did. And I was let me be real. I don't memorize things well. Memorizing things for I'm a speak from the heart kind of girl. So when I had to like memorize like all these pages and it's like you know seven minutes of memorized material for me, I'm like oh my god, I'm gonna die. But, you know, I just practice it every day. I walked, I did it. I lived and I breathed that talk and it was great. I did it. Now, something really sad happened when we did that TEDx talk is the, the venue that had hosted it, hosted it had horrible, um, they, they didn't prepare very well for tech. And so they did not get the footage of any of our talks, which was devastating because yeah, it was really sad. So, oh my God, I know. So they didn't get any of the footage for any of the talks. And it was kind of like, there's so many people who had spent, you know, you spend months preparing and it was really horrible. <laughs> I mean, and for them, that's, that's a pretty reputable company that screw up that badly. Yeah, no, they, they felt pretty bad. <laughs> well, so. so then for what I've seen, what I've watched you on, and that I'm so glad you said that about the memorization, because when you were speaking, I'm like, did she have all that memorized? Cause it was just like, you did not make one break. There oh, was not you. one stutter. Oh, no, I felt it. thought of like, oh, I can't remember what I was going to say. Like, that's, you know, my fear when I public speak. And yeah. y- you were speaking from the heart kind of girl. And because of that, that came across, your story came across so genuinely. Oh, and your self-deprecation, which is, you have to add that. That's funny. And that's- Thank you. No, it was terrifying. But yeah, I got the opportunity 
One, um, somebody else that I had known from meeting during the first TED talk, the TEDx talk, um, she was like, I'm, I'm going to organize another one and I want us to do it again. So we got to do another TEDx talk and that's how you were able to see the one that I did. Got it. Um, it was so cool. Cause that one specifically was all women. So it was just a very fun, like supportive group of women. So it was very special. I had a really good time doing that. I bet you got wonderful feedback from the audience. Can you go back? Can you go in the audience and talk to them afterwards? Yeah, no, it was great. Like everybody came up after and, and chatted, but I will tell you, I, <laughs> memorizing that was so much work. I'm like, I don't know if I want to do another one. Like it was just, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Um, Cause you wrote it all yourself and then yeah. memorize. Okay. Got to memorize it. And it's just, do you have to show them ahead of time? What yes. you wrote? Okay. I thought so. Yeah. And then they kind of meet with you and talk to you and kind of give some suggestions and things like that. Okay. Um, so it's a lot of, it's a, it's a process. Very but cool. Shoot, I'm so glad I did it. Will I do it again? Maybe, but I'm, I'll tell you what, I'm getting tired and I can't memorize things. So I'm like, can right. I? Would yeah. you speak from the heart kind of girl? And that shows yeah. on all your other news segments on the, on the good morning, La La Land and Hallmark, everything. So you're, yeah. you're just, just be yourself. You know, you've already sold that. Um, <laughs> and in your inspiration, I, going back to, to, to sort of your, your past, I was struck by the, um, Hit Me Baby One More Time music video with Britney uh, Spears. I think that rang true for all of us. I remember um, being with my dad for the summer. We were, we were working together in, after my, one of my college years. And it was so, um, I would just watched her video over and over and over again. My dad's like, would you stop? But I'm like, <laughs> I was obsessed also with the butt and the abs. And I'm like, and then yeah. I totally copied her outfit and I had all the moves down. Oh, and it was you. like, yeah. Oh. You actually could be Britney Spears. So oh, like, so that's what helped you. Yeah. Um, so, cause you look great. So, but yeah, no, it's, it's so crazy. Like we see these images and it's, you know, we want to be them, but you know, diet and exercise can totally help. But sometimes too, like we all have a fit range for what our body is and we have to love that and celebrate it. You know, I'm an Italian girl. I'm four foot 11. Like I don't have a lot of real estate in the torso. You know what I mean? So it's like, <laughs> I have to, you know, love like what I look like, you know, at my healthiest bit of self. And that might not be somebody who's, you know, freaking what, five, six, or I don't right. know. Tall person. Maybe that might be petite, but you know what I mean? They're, we're different. We have to love what we, what we can do. But you carry have. it beautifully, but it's, it's good knowledge because someone who was 4'11", that weight's going to show faster than it someone sure who's does. taller. Yeah. So, and you're, you know, you carry it beautifully, as I said. Um, what is your, what are the services you offer behind Eat Cute? Your blog is fascinating and so beautiful with Thank colors, you. but what do you offer to clients? Yeah. So I coach people virtually. So I do, I try to make it simple. So people can either work with me virtually once and, you know, it really depends upon what people are looking for because some people are just like, you know, they've read a ton of books, they really know their body and they just need a few tweaks. And I'm not going to force them to do like a whole package with me if they don't need it, you know? So I offer one-on-ones and that could either be a half session, which is 30 minutes or a full session, which is an hour. And then I also do like a package of three for somebody who's maybe like, you know, I want to take my time and meet with me once a, once a week, um, over a three month, not a three month, uh, over a month period, three sessions and, and kind of work slowly and and make small adjustments. Cause I think one of the things about health is people get really, excuse me, uh, get really excited. And we want to do it all at once. It's like, I'm going to wake up early, I'm going to work out, I'm going to meditate, I'm going to make matcha, like whatever that is. And mm-hmm. it's just a lot. And I think taking our time and really making those things habits where you kind of just wake up and you start to crave these habits and it feels more effortless versus 
trying to do a laundry list of all these things that just feel very unattainable and sometimes foreign to you, you know? Right. And sometimes just incorporating one per week. And then if you go down a week in some area, just pick yourself up because it's a lifestyle, not just for these three sessions. You want to create a lifestyle. Yeah, you know, so, that's you, you're, you're an athlete. You're amazing. Yeah. But like you're, that. but some people don't realize that they think that it's a quick fix and it, it's going to happen tomorrow. No. And the minute, they, <laughs> the minute they screw up, they beat themselves up. Like, especially people on keto on keto. If they go into, um, like one of my friends has been keto and he's lost a ton of weight. He went camping and he was like dying because he ate s'mores and he was feeling so guilty. I'm like, I'm sure you came out of ketosis for a second. You're going to go yeah. back in. I mean, you usually don't want to do that in keto, but um, I could not do that diet. There's no way. Yeah, but, no, it's not, it's not for me either. But, yeah, um, but some people, it really works well. No, it's, it really, it totally depends. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But you also, do you still eat absolutely no refined sugar? Yeah, I'm like a weirdo like that. Like for me, I just, I love fresh fruit. Like, I, I use that and I bake all the time. So I'll, I'll make recipes with using bananas, sweetened things or fresh berries and things like that. But I, you know, look, I'm not perfect. I'm sure if I've gone to a restaurant and maybe there was some sugar in a sauce that I didn't realize, but I really tried to, yeah, just not have it. And it feels so easy. Like some people are like, oh, do you feel like you're missing out? I'm like, no, like, honestly, I make dessert all the, like every night, like I have dessert all the time. That's great. If never, I never feel guilty because I'm like, I'm using ingredients <clears throat> that I feel are really wonderful and make me feel good. There's so many substitutions, even for junk food. If you're totally. craving like a hot dog, there's so many ways to go around that to getting that same satiety, that same flavor. So um, people will definitely have to check out your sweets because that's, sweets, sweet tooth is a big thing. And I am yeah. a victim. I love Splenda. I don't know. It's so bad for I you. I know, I know. It's so bad for you. I don't care. I know you're just I, like I, this is where I'm I've, at. Yeah. I've got to pick my battles. Yeah, I just love Splenda, and I mean, how many packets, how many boxes I buy is really almost embarrassing. But I really, <laughs> again, I don't do a lot of things incorrectly. But this one, I know, well, I know. I mean, we all, I think, we're, we're never going to be perfect. You know what I mean? Exactly. And it's like eighty twenty. If you can eighty percent of the time eat really great healthy foods, and twenty percent is you know whatever that is for you, a glass of wine. A, little pack in Splenda. You know what I mean? Thank like, you. It's, but it's yeah. not a pack. It's like the whole Well, you know, uh, you know, we're all there. You look great. So there's that. But like, you know, it's, you know, I think we got to give ourselves a little bit of leeway because then if you feel like you can never have it, then that's where it becomes stressful. And then we just go off. Then the you're road. a robot. You don't enjoy life at all. So yeah. thank you for saying that. Totally. You're welcome. Yeah. So could we please go over, we, you and I had talked about a topic that we really want to talk about. And we, we can talk about a total makeover body diet. And when we say that, things that you can eat because you are what you eat. And I want to go over your thoughts on what you can eat that you can, you can look and feel like a million bucks just by consuming it. For the hair, the brain, the eyes, the ears, the heart, skin, bones, muscles, and breast tissue. Can we go over every single one and see what, what yeah. people can consume? Wonderful. Yeah. So, yeah. What, what do you think about hair? What, how to keep hair shiny, glossy? Yeah. I mean, for me, I think having lots of um, healthy fats, I just think those are really great. And, you know, growing up, I was in the nineties where, you know, we were just terrified of it. It was like, if you had an avocado, it's like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. uh, so things like that, I feel like anything with omega threes are just so great for, for just, and things like bone broth too. Anything with collagen is just really great just in general for the the hair and the skin and the nails and all of that. So that could look like, you know, like bone broth. I love if you can just have it 
you know, and it, if you make it like for me, and it really depends because look, not everybody consumes animal protein, which is totally great and mm -hmm. awesome. Um, but if you do, like, I just save bones after I've made a chicken or fish and just put them in the freezer until you get enough and then put it in a pot, make some bone broth. You can do oh, that. that's good. And then it's less salty because some yeah. of the ones you buy are just full of salt. Yeah. Well, unfortunately that's the thing with health and happens with so many health foods is people start seeing the trends. And so then there's like collagen, you know, <laughs> just collagen, everything like collagen gum and collagen, collagen water, water. And, yeah. Like, yep. I'm like, is there, any, I don't know, but yeah, if you can get it close to his natural state, that's great. Omega-3s, that would be things like avocados. Um, I just love olive oil. I just think it's good for you in, a, in an entirety. Well, you're Italian, of, of course. Of course. I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah. But it's just such a great anti-inflammation food because that's the one mm -hmm. thing that prevents us from looking our best, especially also feeling good. But it's just anything that causes inflammation is just, it's a precursor to disease. So all those anti-inflammatory foods, healthy fats, oils, greens, things like that, those are just so great for that. That's great. And what if, if someone's just not comfortable consuming any of those, would an omega-3 supplement be okay? Yeah, but you can also do walnuts too. Like walnuts are a great source of omega-3s or chia seeds. Like there's so many great whole food ways to get those things. Um, you know, I always tell people, and you know this, so I'm not, you know this, but I'm telling <laughs> other people. <laughs> I can always like, learn. No, you, you know all this, but like, you know, for me, we can't rely on supplements. Those are just, those are things that are just like the, you know, the icing. Added the extra. Just added extra. Yeah, sure. totally. Okay. Um, but yeah. And how about for your brain? Ooh, I mean, I already said this, but like walnuts, you know, what's thing that is so cool. There's more articles on it and I don't know all of them off the top of my head, but like, I think it's so neat. Like certain health foods look like the thing that they help. So yes. like walnuts look like the cute little brain. They do. They're so good for your brain. Completely, exactly. Yeah. And walnuts aren't as good as like the other ones because it's they're a little bitter. But yeah, that's it's it is that's a really good thing to um add because mostly people just do almonds and things like that. But that's another thing with nuts. Yeah. Um, they're so high in fat that I people are like oh eat nuts and it's really healthy and they buy a big bag and then it's just like it's per serving. It's yeah. insane. Like who no. wants to eat two walnuts? Not yeah, me. No, no. <laughs> yeah, no, no. And like, even like, like I was saying with the brain with like olive oil and things like our brain is made of 60% fat. So like healthy fats, like, like again, olive oil is just one of those things that they found it so therapeutic. It's like having ibuprofen. It's just so great for your brain. Um, you can also do things like flaxseed oil. You could do avocado oil. Um, what was I going to say? Um, yeah. Avocado oil. That's a great oil. If you, um, want to just be it's it's really great for your brain and there's also a company i swear to god i should have stock in it because i talk about them so much but you should primal kitchen they use avocado oil as a base for a lot of their uh, sauces <clears throat> and salad dressings and all sorts of goodies so that's a nice way to sneak that in there too have them sponsor you i know i gotta tell them yeah <laughs> now how about for your ears and ears i think are, are a big issue like i myself i listen to my music so loud Sure. And I'm always like talking and I just feel like if I walk and I turn on the TV or anything, was I that, or turn on the car and the radio is like, boom. I oh mean, yeah, sure. <laughs> am I losing my hearing? Cause I need I mean, everything. <laughs> I think with, I, with earbuds and everything, yeah. like in concerts where, you know, no more, but. Sure. I went back in the day. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't get a lot of people coming to me with things for ear health, but yeah, listening to music at a lower um, level would be good. And then also I think like, this is something that I tell clients, especially when we have young kids is, you know, <clears throat> I love, I don't know if you are familiar a lot with um, Ayurvedic nutrition, like mm -hmm. it's a sister science to yoga. And I really love what they have to say. And, 
you know, one of the things that they talk about is the doshas, which are the different body types and things like that. And there's different ones. And so specifically with children, they are, a, a lot of children are in that kapha stage where it's, I don't know if you guys know what kapha is in the, in the doshas of Ayurvedic nutrition, it's the spring. So it's very wet, muddy um, time of year. And that's kind of like what people's bodies are like. Yeah. So what they were saying with kids is a lot of people, what we do is we're taught to give kids milk. Um, and milk is just one of those things that can be, you know, create a lot of mucus in the body. So, you know, kids are in that part of their life where they're just kind of already very wet, muddy, like, you know what I mean? Like there's a lot mm -hmm. of mucus and, you know, that kind of thing. And so we found that by giving kids a lot of milk at a young age can actually lead to a lot of ear infections. That's why you see so many kids with ear infections because they're drinking milk, they're getting mac and cheese. It's just a lot of dairy. So it's creating oh a gosh. lot of extra mucus. So yeah, I mean, that's something with ear health that I think is interesting. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be interested because I know the Asian countries don't really use a lot they of milk don't. at all. Yeah. Um, and I wonder if they have the level of ear infections that we have in America. Well, they have a lot less diseases, obviously, yeah. like lifestyle. But yeah, and I had um, my friend Shreese Bangs, who's an Ayurvedic therapist, um, talked, oh, about, cool. talked about her do the doshas on one of our, on the first oh. episode. So I'll have to remind her that you said that just to kind of, yeah, I'd love to hear what yeah. she says. Cause I, I'd love to learn more about that. Um, when I was in nutrition school, we kind of touched on everything and I thought our Vedic nutrition makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. I think you'd be really good at it. So that's, that's interesting about the, about the ears. How about the heart and followed by the skin? What can we yeah. eat? Ooh, I mean, I, one of those things with, that's great for the heart is beets, which also looks like a heart, which I think is pretty great. It is. Um, yeah. yeah. Isn't it cool? And so now, especially that we're going into winter, those great root vegetables are going to be fantastic. And just a fun, fun side note is like, if you're somebody who wants to definitely consume less sugar, those are the root vegetables tend to be a little more sweet, like sweet potatoes, yams. And those are really Delicious. great to oh, So good. Right. I mean, mm -hmm. you could slice them up and toss them in some olive oil with some rosemary and sea salt and make these really almost like kind of sweet, delicious kind of, um, you can meal. roast them and they caramelize oh, and they're fabulous. They're fat. I completely agree. Mm -hmm. So those are something that I think is really great. Um, yeah, but I would, I would say beets are just great for heart health. Um, and yeah, you know, I always tell people too, is like, Really, this isn't necessarily a food, but just in terms of managing heart health is just making sure you're getting some exercise. It's just so good for you, you know, to get that heart rate up um, and whatever that looks like for you, whether it's, you know, you could be tap dancing in your living room or right. lifting weights or whatever that is. It's just so good to, to do Move that. Move your body. Absolutely. Yeah. Get, that, get that blood pumping. Yeah. And, and how about, and, and I'm so glad you said beets because I'm Eastern European. So I grew up oh. on a lot of beet borscht. It is the best Yum. thing in the world. So yeah. I crave, I crave like Russian and Slovakian and those kinds of foods. Yeah. And I actually just recently ordered um, the beet supplements to take on top of it because oh, cool. Game Changers on Netflix had talked about a lot of athletes taking the beet, the beet supplements. Ooh, so I'm going to look into that. That sounds awesome. Yeah. It's really That's interesting. Great. So thank you for the reminder on the beets. And then how about for your skin? I mean, there's so many things for your skin. Ugh. Skin is like one of my, you have beautiful skin, by the way. Skin is like it's one. True. Oh, thank you. It's, you know, it's been a little challenge, but um, skin is one of those things that is like my passion because I just think it's so neat. So I think the for foods that help the skin, um, I just think this is not really a food, but like water, it's like, I'm telling people you can really change your skin by, I know, let's both take a sip by just drinking the appropriate amount of water. It just really keeps you hydrated and plump. And, and, and that's, that's such a great food for your skin. Um, things like tomatoes, they have a naturally occurring, um, compound in them called lycopene, which is a natural internal sunscreen, which I think is neat. Now that doesn't mean you can't wear sunscreen, but 
I'm like, don't, oh, my heirloom tomatoes are going to protect me. This but that's another, yeah. that's another food that you are what you eat. You're going to get skin, uh, sunburn. If yeah. you don't eat enough of these and add sunburn, <laughs> red totally. face. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Uh-huh. See, I love what you're doing. Yeah. So things like that. And again, it's so neat because a lot of these foods do the same thing. So it's like, again, those healthy fats are just so great. If you do consume animal protein, collagen is just really wonderful for the skin. Um, and then, yeah, just drink a ton of water and lots of leafy, because it's all connected, right? So it's like, let's say I'm eating foods like, for example, like dark leafy greens are really great because they have a natural occurring sugar that feed gut bacteria. So in turn, like having a healthier gut is going to impact your skin because our skin is our largest organ. So if you're fighting things, a lot of times it's being pushed out through the skin. So it's Absolutely. just- um, really consuming, you know, it's, it's everything. I'm feeding my gut because it's going to make my skin better and my hair, you know, it's just, it all kind of goes It's together. a direct indicator of what's going on inside the body. And I've also talked to you just being in the industry, certain makeup artists who specialize in areas of the face. <clears throat> For example, if it's on the chin or you get an acne breakout or, or a lot of them, that's usually from hormonal acne. And if it's on the forehead, that's something else. It's a stress hormone or something like that. So it's very interesting. It's called like face mapping, right? Yeah. 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 No, I think it's really neat. And I I always try to tell people that because sometimes like, you know, things happen to us and we get so upset, but I'm like, your body's trying to tell you something's going on, you Mm -hmm. know? And I know the first thing is like, oh, I'm breaking out, but it's like, let's look at that. Like your body's saying like, Hey, if it's here on my chin, it's like, there's some, there might be a hormonal imbalance. What, you know, what can we do to get that going? Because it's yeah, it's just like a little warning light on a car. Like, hey, look at this. Absolutely. <laughs> you know I, mean? I used to get um trained to Starbucks at trained to iced coffee Starbucks and I would put soy the vanilla soy in it because it was sure. so delicious. Yeah. Um, and then followed by, you know, two boxes of Splenda, of course. Sure, of course. But I noticed <laughs> I was getting really itchy and I was getting like like a rash on my chin. And I just thought after that makeup artist had said hormonal, and I'm thinking soy, hormones in the soy. Yeah. And then I eliminated it, which was, you know, hard. Have you ever eliminated off Starbucks coffee? You know, I, I haven't, oh, but I bet, <laughs> I bet it's hard. It is like a cocaine withdrawal. I yeah. wouldn't know what a cocaine withdrawal is, but, but it was it's crazy. Similar. Yeah, totally. No, yeah, absolutely. And, but it would clear up right away. I mean, besides the fact that I was spending too much money at Starbucks, but it, it, that was the culprit was the soy milk. Isn't that crazy? And yes. it's like one little thing, you know, cause I think a lot of times it's like, okay, I'm going to go out and I'm going to buy acne medicine. I'm like, let's look at what's causing it before. Like, let's not put the bandaid on. Let's try to see if we can get to the root of it. And then you um, get all dry and like cakey and that's not even helping the problem. It's just actually no. making it worse. Some yeah. of these acne medications spread that. Yeah. So, yeah. No, well, good, good for the skin. And that's a huge bonus in entertainment industry too, because you're in front of the camera Um, so it's, it's, it picks up on everything for HD and probably you, it'll be a lot of the same foods, but your bones, I mean, that'll come from bone broth. I'm sure. Yeah, totally. Collagen, things like that. Um, you know, one of the things I see most people are deficient in is vitamin D and that is definitely connected to calcium. So that is one of the things that I do tell people you do need to supplement with. It's just, even if you live in sunny California, people are still coming up short with vitamin D. So it's We're just, actually one of the lowest in the country, which is crazy? crazy to me. Yeah. But I think, think something like Seattle or something. But yeah, absolutely. No. <laughs> but one doctor said that because there's so much, um, just the layer of, of ozone and everything like that and the smog, we are prevented. Um, it, it creates like a layer. So, yeah. yeah. no. So that's one of those things I think definitely supplement with that. Um, in addition that to- causes depression too, lack thereof. It's seasonal disorder. Isn't that so, crazy? And it can be one little pill if you don't, if you don't want to take a vitamin D because it's, it's a fat soluble, isn't it? 
Yes. It, oh, see, yeah. look at you. Yes, it is. Yes. Um, I like a brand from Ancient Nutrition just because they, what I like, what I think is cool about their supplements is they mix a lot of adaptogenic herbs in their products. So if I'm sure you know, but if you don't, adaptogenic herbs help our body adapt to stress. Um, so there's different ones. Like there's, for example, like lion's mane, for example, and it's so cool. You should totally look up some of these um, mushrooms online because they're so cool. A lot that's of them kind of be mushrooms. Huge yeah. rage, yeah. Like yeah. chaga, all chaga, of those. yeah, totally. Like those are a lot of them tend to be mushrooms, although like turmeric and things like that, that's an adaptogen as well, which is not a mushroom. But I think it's really neat. So they mix a lot of those herbs in with your supplement, which I think is just extra fun. So added added boost for sure. Yeah, and it, totally. that's ancient that's ancient nutrition. Yeah, ancient nutrition. That's okay. if you're not familiar with Dr. Axe, that's his company. Okay, I'm gonna write that down. Sounds really yeah. interesting. And then how about for muscles? Muscles is huge, um, especially, yeah. especially for men. And I myself, I lift, I lift weights almost every day. Um, what would be the best supplements or foods to take for just strong, strong muscles? Sure. I mean, one of the things is just, I tell people to just, actually, I'm going to go back on this. So this is not food related, but I think it's very important. When we sleep is so important, especially for people when you're trying to build muscle, because when you're sleeping, especially in that first anabolic stage of sleep, that's when you uh, produce the HGH, which is the human growth hormone. So mm -hmm. it's so cool. They did a study where they took two different groups and they put them on the same diet. And um, they, the first group had more sleep and the second group had less. And even though they're working out the same and eating the same amount of calories, the people who slept more had more um, success in the gym. They, they looked better. They were able to lose more body fat. Um, and that, a lot of that has to do with you producing that HGH at night. So Making sure you're getting anywhere between seven to nine hours of sleep a night is crucial and also high quality sleep. So a lot of times now, especially with COVID, we're looking at screens all the time, especially mm -hmm. before bed. And that really does affect the quality of our sleep. Even if you are like physically in bed and you're closing your eyes, like you need to get into that deep state of sleep where you're right. restoring yourself. So that's, that's huge. So that's not food related, but um, in terms of foods, yeah, I mean, they do say that muscle builds protein. So just, you know, if you do consume animal protein, you know, if you can get in clean, clean versions of that. And that means like, you know, things that don't have added hormones or antibiotics. Um, and if you're doing um, vegetarian, just making sure you're getting that B12 in, because that's one of the yeah. things that you have to have if you're a vegetarian. Um, and look, there's cool things out there like spirulina. Those are great sources of protein, chlorella. Um, and that's Sweet. vegetarian seaweed oh i love seaweed me yeah. too oh my god yeah. love so it good. yeah i'm always at hk market do you go to koreatown a lot you know what i get this brand this company is so cool they send it to me and it's this company called sea snacks and they send me this awesome like it's just sea salt or no it's just olive oil and um seaweed and it's freaking great so. oh the little the little thin wafers they, yeah the snacks. yeah those are really yeah. good really good yeah. Um, and what about for, for breast health? Because there's just seems to be, I mean, there was just a TikTok star who's 19 on the news today that she was diagnosed with breast cancer. Um, I feel like it's more yeah. and more, and I know a lot of it. I've always been a runner and I've always put my cell phone in my sports bra because I don't want to hold on to it. Yeah. And even that right there can cause breast cancer. Um, yeah. and, and also for men putting a laptop on their, on their lap and watching TV without a pillow underneath can cause testosterone cancer. Um, crazy? cancer. Yeah. 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 So I think those things, that's something you can do right off the bat, like starting today, like, yeah, being conscious of where we have our, you know, our phones are attached to us at all times. So it's like mm -hmm. being a little more thoughtful about where we keep them and how much we're on them. 
Um, and then, you know, there's a lot of debate about soy, but I do think that soy has estrogen mimicking compounds in it. So mm-hmm. that's what can, you know, I think can be problematic. So, you know, if you are somebody who's vegetarian, you know, having fermented forms of soy, like miso is incredible for anybody, whether you're vegetarian or not, it's really healthy, really nutritious. That's a great form. So delicious. Or, um, tempeh that's fermented as well. So that's just a better choice instead of just tofu and things like that. And then this is something I, I highly recommend is whether you're a man or woman, opening up your pantry, I mean, in your pantry, your, um, your beauty cat, wherever you keep your beauty products and looking at all of those products, because our skin is our largest organ. And a lot of us are putting a lot of chemicals that I don't know if you guys have watched that um, documentary um, stink, but it talks about the fragrance industry and the chemicals and it's very unregulated and kind of terrifying. So there is an app out there. Uh, it's called healthy living. It's created by the environmental working group and they um, can give you, you can scan your products and they'll give you a rating for how toxic they are, what makes them toxic. And I just think that is so huge when it comes to um, just being conscious of what's causing cancer. You know, so many people are, are having those, you know, cancer now. And it's, it's, I think, you know, we're all being exposed to so many chemicals and, and that has a lot to do with it. In addition to poor diet. You're so right because just being in the industry for as long as, long as we have, yeah. I started developing just terrible allergies to makeup. I can barely wear makeup. I can yeah. barely wear mascara. The only, I use one product, it's called Vanacream, which means it's vanished. Oh, yeah. Vanishing. Yes, because it means vanishing before formulas, dyes, everything. It's just so pure. Um, I am even allergic to sunblock. I have to get Vanacream sunblock. Oh, when wow. I get my, when I, you know, I'm on set and I have to always bring my own stuff to the makeup artist. I'm like, you do a beautiful job. I absolutely cannot have any of these products, any of your products on my skin. Um, I bring my own and literally, I hate to say it, but the cheapest of the cheap is what works for me. Wet and wild is one of the only things I can use as eyeshadow because oh, wow. it's so cheap. They don't add all those fragrances and dyes. I mean, I'm, I'm just not an, uh, I'm not a makeup girl. I don't like anything on my skin. I like, I love clean skin. Um, but I just, it was a terrible rash. Like I've gotten anaphylactic from. Oh my God. Remover. Yeah. Really crazy. It was a, I was in a runaway show and they, all they did was swipe under my eye because it was like a uh, mascara was running and my face turned into like a, what looked like a basketball. It was red and raised and it was just like puffy and my throat oh my closed. And that oh my was, God. I, and so when I'm, you know, you have your eyes closed when you get your makeup done, I can hear the swoosh of the makeup wipe coming out. And then I say, is that a makeup remover wipe? Oh, it sure is. And then yeah. I, have to, I have to like, grab her hand and I'm say, I'm so sorry, but it's my responsibility. It's not their fault. Um, no. I would hate for someone to feel guilty. I'm like, no, it's my, my responsibility to bring my own in and tell you that I get terrible allergic reactions. So yeah. And I think sometimes like, you know, we just don't know. It might be, you know, it, we just don't know. We think, Oh, I have acne or I have this thing, but I think there's, your body's trying to tell you something. And so yeah. Your body's definitely like, no. <laughs> I know. And some people will say like, oh, no, but it's an organic product. Well, so is poison ivy. That's yeah. organic. I That's don't put that too. on my skin. Yeah. yeah. So it's, no, it's, I think it's, no, it's. Yeah. It's, 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 a, it's a tough one. But I think, and I think it, I got it from all the onset of being exposed to so many products, just like you said. And I love that documentary stink. In fact, I. Yeah, it's cool, I, right? I hosted an interview for, with a director. Um <gasps> Cool. Uh, when it came out. So yeah, I'll have to go back and check that out again. Um, and then for our final things, um, the top four foods that you would eliminate, and we've kind of already covered this already. Sure. Um, one would be causing acne and we've already discussed the dairy yeah. things like that. Um, how about just anti-carcinogens? 
how can we keep ourselves at our best to avoid certain, I mean, cancer is, it, there's really no rhyme or reason to it, but yeah. anything that we can take to combat it, do you recommend any, any foods or supplements? Well, I just, you know, I think everybody's bodies are so different, but I will say is, you know, how can we w really try to consume products that have no ingredients list? I think that's, you know, to make things really simple, you know, a carrot, or a piece, a yam, you know what I mean? Things that don't have an ingredients list, I think can give you a lot more control about what goes into your food. Um, especially now, unfortunately with Postmates and things like that, a lot of us are ordering out and look, I'm not telling you not to support your local restaurant. Cause I think we should, but right. most of the time, you know, restaurants will cook with canola oil, which is just a really cheap processed oil. Um, that is, is not great for us. And so, you know, some people, yeah, we're relying on delivery and things like that. So the more control you have over what goes in your ingredients, I think is so important. And it's like, you know what it is? People will say, I don't have time. And I think we have to build it into our lives and just make the time mm -hmm. to, you know, it's like you make time to, ideal, I hope, <laughs> to take a bath. Like there's just things we have to do to, to, to help, you know, to, to be good to our bodies. It's like, right. I have to work out. I have to, you have to make time to make yourself a nourishing meal. Um, it has to be a priority because that, these people have time to watch Netflix for five sure. hours. So it's yeah. like, we got to find the time. So I right. think that that is important. And yeah, look at the products you're using because a lot of times, you know, I have clients come to me and they're, you know, they're eating so beautifully. And, and then, you know, then it's like, well, what do you put on your skin? And it's like, oh, well, I never thought about that. So sure. I think that's, I think that's important too. And that's really hard. I, and I know that it's, it's easy for us to say, and people that have, you know, come from food deserts and then they only oh, yeah. see like a jack in the box and some, something else. And do they even have a car to go to the grocery store and then they have yeah. four kids. I mean, that's, that's the problem in this country. I mean, it's uh, a big can, problem. It is. And I know that a lot of grocery stores like Aldi put one in to a, you know, into the, some of the low income areas and that they have a ton of produce and just to make it more affordable. And there's farmer's markets and things like that, but it's, it is hard to prepare for so people like you and I, we're so interested in it and, and yeah. we're also come from a little bit of, you know, privilege. And I, yeah, we're totally fortunate. I mean, yeah. I live in California and LA, which is just, yeah, it's, it's so easy to eat healthy here. Mm -hmm. And I travel sometimes a lot to colleges and you know, they don't have like, they Nothing. don't have it. I travel a ton and I always have to order ahead. I always yeah. have to look ahead. Sometimes I get things delivered from Amazon to the hotel and oh, I kid you not, the last, the last time I was in Vegas, they charged me at the front desk because just to take the delivery was oh seventy. God. I they gave me <gasps> I was charged seventy five dollars no. because the food was sent there and they and they had to find real estate on a conference table. So seventy five dollars on that's top of ridiculous the Amazon but... order that was like one hundred and ten. I'm like, oh my god, why no, can't that's... I just eat junk food? <laughs> you yeah, know? No, that's it's that's hard. So you know, one of the things that I think is cool is you know we have the opportunity to vote with our dollar. So I think. Ideally, the more we tell, I would just love for food to just, you know, like there, I think when you walk into the grocery store, the organic session is always separate from the non-organic. And I just would love it all to be good. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Eventually you just walk in the door and it's all good. And, you know, I think just if you do have the, the money, you know, how do you support companies and brands that have a mission to, you know, for example, like Thrive Market, every time you purchase the membership, they can give money to people that, you know, buy groceries for people that don't have the money. So right. if you do have it, you know, take the time to research what, where you're shopping and what you can do to help, because I, mm -hmm. I think it is a huge issue. And I, I would like to definitely help with that. Yeah. Like, like today I just called LA food pantry yesterday because 
I have like a monstrosity of boxes full of full of uh, food to donate. And yeah. I called her. I'm like, I'm on crutches. I can't do this properly. And I said, would there be any way to be, have it picked up? She hasn't called me yet, but I just think about all the little kids, all these kids with families and kids yeah. that aren't in school and then they're not having school lunch. I mean, at the oh, very least, I know. school lunch, it, it absolutely kills me. I so, I mean, just giving as much as you can. And then we have the fires and people are out, but yeah, I, I think just giving back, especially if we come from some kind of privilege, like always, like just I don't take anything for granted. And no, and, yeah. Just and it's so, it's so cool. I was listening to a podcast and I, I'm so embarrassed that I can't remember where I listened to it or what country this is in, but I want to say Sweden, but they have all these wonderful communal gardens everywhere that where people can just kind of walk around and just pick whatever is available. And I think that is so cool and so beautiful. So I don't know if there's a way to kind of recreate that here, Something, but yeah. I think it's so neat. Yeah, it is. And Sweden does a lot of things. I mean, look at the way they handled oh, COVID, but it is such a, <laughs> it's a they follow the rules. It's a different, it's a tighter country. Yeah. They're all Swedish. And here where we have all of everybody. So there's yeah. a lot of egos and Americans are just, you know, but I, and the, in concept, I absolutely. And then, um, and we already covered the other ones, but what, what are your future goals for Eat Cute in your blog and, and the things that you, because you have so much yet to accomplish besides what you already have done? Oh, thank you. Yeah, no, I think about that all the time. <laughs> um, I definitely am working right now. I'm working on creating some virtual classes that, you know, I can make things affordable so anybody could have a session in the sense that, you know, it's, it's a module is almost like a little class you can go through and really cover specific topics. I think that would be really fun. And mm -hmm. I do want to write more cookbooks. Like I've, I've only written one book and it's for college kids, but I'd love to create a cookbook um, kind of with the mindset of just using really simple natural ingredients. Cause I'll tell you what, every time I buy a cookbook, I'm like, Oh yeah, I'll make that. But I don't, because there's like 10, you know, or, you know, 10 plus ingredients. I'm like, um, it's too much. And you only need like, like a pinch of one. It's like, what? yeah, no, I want really like simple, simple recipes that you, people would actually make. So that's, that's kind of on the, on the pipeline for me. I love that. And I think you'd be brilliant. Um, one of my friends is, is a nutritionist and she was a counselor at, at, um, I hate to say fat camp, but it was an overweight, sure. it was like a wellness camp. And, but most of the kids were, you know, obese actually for their age groups. And, um, she taught a nutrition class, but she said she was not prepared at all for the amount of other like psychological things that these kids have. And I think that you would really understand them, especially with what you went through as a child, um, just with the, just the, you know, competition with your sister, even though it was friendly competition, being compared to other people. Um, and I, but I don't think that she said that she was not prepared to handle that part of it because it was so devastating for her to hear that these people, these, it was mostly girls were so stressed out, um, especially in, in women. And it happens in men also, oh, but women tend to be a bit cattier sometimes and at, at that age. Yeah. And I think you'd be wonderful there. Oh, thank you for saying that. And, I just, yeah. And if you create these virtual classes, I also think it could go into the school system. Um, I just interviewed Diane Yang, and this is a podcast we put up today, Friday. She, um, I, I had done a lot of studies on Western culture versus Eastern. And I was asking her about what she saw as a Chinese American. And even in, in Japan, the kids are taught nutrition at a young age. They're little tiny kids in aprons, learning about what goes into their bodies, and then they're preparing the food for lunch, and then they're serving their friends, and then their friends serve them. So there's already, and anti-elitist, like I'm not better than you because you're serving me. And they're learning from day one. That's I mean, it's so amazing. Cool. I think that uh, is so neat. Yeah. I think I think I think a lot of that starts with education and you know, virtual like, classes could be yeah. 
put to the education system, academics I would, everywhere. I would love that. That would be the dream. <laughs> let's let's work on that goal for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's add that to the list. <laughs> and finally, what what has been your favorite cheat food during COVID nineteen? Ooh, I mean, uh, here's the thing. I never cheat. I actually call it a treat because I hate calling it a cheat because it has like a negative connotation. Yeah, that's good. But also, like I, I. I never eat anything that like I don't think is going to help my body and that doesn't taste good. So for me, yeah, I like, I've been like the other day I made um, pumpkin spice muffins with like chocolate chips, like, mm. and the chocolate chips are by this company, Lacanto that uses monk fruit. So yeah, it felt naughty, but it was great. It really wasn't. No, no so like for me, it was so great. You but, naughty, yeah. naughty girl. Look at me. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the one thing that I like to really impart to people is like, there's a, like, Eating healthy doesn't have to be a really bland and boring thing. It can be really fun and just being a little creative and just giving time for your taste buds to adjust. I mean, real food is is delicious and it's amazing and it's it's just so nutrient packed. So for me, it never feels like um, like deprivation at all. And I love that you look at it as as a non-negative, like a treat versus a cheat because yeah. we don't want to look at foods as rewards. We want to look at it as a lifestyle. Everything should totally. be rewarded. Everything should be appreciated. Well, yeah. this has been wonderful. And I will put all the links to follow you, but the, for the most part, it's, it's alexandercatalano.com. Yeah. And then you're also the same thing on, on, Facebook, on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, Instagram and Twitter is my blog name, which is Eat Cute. Eat Cute, okay. Well, I'll put all those in the links below. You have been wonderful, and I will also put all the links to your TED Talks and things like that. So Thank you. Well, you've been a treat. <laughs> Absolutely. And you've been a cheat because you are naughty. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've enjoyed the process so much, and I wish you and your boyfriend and your dog a wonderful weekend. Thank you. You too. And that was media personality Alexandra Catalano. Her Eat Cute wellness business and what she consumes in order to feel like a million bucks. Please stay tuned in next week, where I feature athlete and true survivor, Vincent Rutley, who knows the meaning of never giving up on life's goals and how to continue to fight for what you want. We appreciate you for listening, and please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. You can also listen on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Luminary, Tuned In, or at Believe.com. You can reach out to me for any questions or topics you'd like covered on the show at Ann McDaniels, and I'll see you next time on SoCalSweat. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.